0: buddy. Hi, friends. Well, from beautiful Salt Lake City, Utah, it's Thank God I'm Atheist, the
1: podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up on the show today, Dan, we are going to be asking ourselves, what happens when the religiously illiterate are asked about the Latter-day Saints? <laughs>
0: Boy, you guys, uh. the uh, the Mormon-owned... Uh, Newspaper here in Salt Lake City is butt hurt, <laughs> and uh, and
1: we are going to laugh at them about it. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Uh, so stick around for that. That's gonna happen on the second half of the show. Uh, first, there's news of the week. Dan, other stuff happened. Various newses, and we need to talk about it. Yes, please present us with a new. Well, Dan, this one is more a story of something that did not happen. Oh, um, it is a, a proposed law here in uh, Utah did not make it out of committee this week. Oh, oh no. And uh, this is what came. This was introduced by Representative Stephanie Grissius, who had her, apparently had heard about these other states that are allowing um, pregnant women to drive in the HOV lanes, or no? Oh. Maybe she heard about no. I don't think there's other states that are allowing. She heard about that woman who tried to use being pregnant as a defense when oh, she got pulled right. over. Because for driving in, because in an if HOV her baby lane. has
0: if her unborn fetus has rights as a person, mm-hmm. then she then she should uh, she should get to use the
1: HOV lane. And you know what? If they're going to be consistent, right? If, it feels, if you're going to declare a fetus a person, this feels like that would be consistent. Yeah. or at least being consistent at that point. Well, anyway, um, she heard about that, and she thought, "Hey, that's a great idea." And so she proposed a law that would allow pregnant women to be able to drive alone. Uh, in the fast lane, in the HOV lane, in the high occupancy vehicle lane. Yes. Um, it did not make it out of committee and, uh, why do you think it didn't make it out of committee? Dan, do you have any like ideas as to like why Republicans wouldn't just be like, yeah, sure. Let's (laughs) let this happen. I,
0: I mean, are we asking what I think they really, what the real reason is, or are we asking what I think, uh, the reason that they gave is. I mean, go for it, Dan. I mean, it's just you can if women have any special privileges, then all the men in in the in the state get <laughs> they they don't feel as special as they think they're supposed to feel. Yeah. Uh, is the think real reason. I
1: think you're going to you're going to be pretty far off from the reason that a Republican joined with the two Democrats on the committee against it. He uh <laughs> it all has to do with money, Dan. <laughs> He knows that the federal government, you know, they give us so much, so much money for our roads. They don't, they, that's, that was his reasoning. He's like, I don't want to risk our, our state funding on something that like they've actually issued guidance that pregnant women do not count as two people. So Wait, the
0: federal government has, the has federal government has made that
1: clear has the, well, the department of transportation has made it clear in sort of an opinion they issued sort of an opinion on it it wasn't an official like decree or whatnot but they were like yeah you know this you know what you guys may not want to do this right like this is not a, this is not a good idea Buttigieg, a woman is not buddha judge would be
0: would be fine with it <laughs> secretary of transport of whatever he is what is he transportation yeah yeah he
1: would be fine with it <laughs> i'm sure uh, anyway, yeah, the, 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 it might take federal funding from the Utah Department of Transportation, oh, okay. and you know what? Like that is actually was prudent. That was clear-headed sure. of him. Yeah, it wasn't any of the other reasons as you would expect. Yeah. But this poor woman, she she um, she's she says, as a mom who was thrown up on the side of a freeway many many times, I. <laughs> right i know that maybe having an extra five minutes to get where you're going can make a very very big difference she's not even arguing the whole it's two people thing of course she's She's literally just saying hey i think women should be able to just or pregnant women should be able to drive in the hov lane that's just uh, insanity yeah you you don't you don't agree with that thinking no do
0: you I don't care. You know what? If it would make a a pregnant woman's life a little better, I'm I'm fine with that. I
1: don't. Wow. Wow. It's 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 a shitty thing to be pregnant. Yeah, it is. But like, do you deserve to be like? Well, oh, and the other thing she says, this was choice. Um, She said she sort of suggested that you know, well, you know, with abortion ending soon in the state there will be an increase in the number of pregnant women. Um, Get that. Maybe. That might...
0: I mean, it's hard to imagine that there could be an increase in the number of pregnant women in Utah
1: (laughs) possible. (laughs) It's hard to imagine that Utah could increase that number at all. But she imagines a flood of pregnant women who are all going to be needing to barf while driving down I-15. Yeah, it's true. So...
0: All right. Well, I am going to take us to uh, the England and Ooh. or you can oh. decide okay. if this takes place in England or if it takes place in various and sundry parts of the African continent. Okay. Uh-huh. That's up to you. <laughs> but the, uh, the reason that we're going there is because uh, the Anglican Church, we talked about this Just a few weeks ago, Mm -hmm. how the Church of England decided that they, they decided a non-decision. They decided that they weren't going to back same-sex marriages. Right. But they were going to bless them. Oh, goody. Uh, which, Which to us read as a nothing. A big steaming plate of nothing. Yeah. Turns out. That gambit, and you know, the whole gambit was because they were trying to appease all of the African uh and and sort of wildly conservative members of the of the Anglican communion. And they didn't, so you know, there was this yelling and screaming about you can't be nice to gay people, sort of thing. So this was their this was their sort of compromised bullshit uh nothing position, so that they didn't piss off all of all of these very very conservative factions of the right. of the right. thing.
1: <laughs> turns very out
0: considerate. Very considerate of them. turns out that was a bad play because uh there's they're mad anyway.
1: <laughs> Even this
0: nothing sandwich was way too much for oh, the God. Africans who are calling it they they're saying it is absolutely they're literally saying no The church, you, you guys, you you, British people, have to repent of even this, or we can't walk with you. Uh, Wow! Literally, quotes like "The Church of England has now departed from the Bible," and their message is the opposite. That was uh, Archbishop Stephen Samuel Kazimba uh, Mugalu of of Uganda. Okay. Literally now, and they are they are salty. They're getting a little spicy in yeah. Africa. One of them said, we are not leaving the Anglican Communion. We are the Anglican Communion. Oh, wow. Uh, that's that's some pretty hard stuff. Uh, one, one archbishop, uh, Jackson Ole Sapit, uh, from the Church of Kenya, the primate of the Church of Kenya, oh. uh, said... He basically said that this, uh, that this move was, quote, the unfortunate, it was, it was due to the unfortunate rise of devious liberal churchmanship within the Anglican communion. Devious wow. churchmanship. <laughs> churchmanship. <that's> a- <laughs> what the fuck is churchmanship? Uh, is wow. that like when you play your bishop on the chessboard? What <laughs> are we talking about here?
1: They should. So this this is just a lesson. Hopefully the, the 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 all the British, you know, bishops and whatnot. That they just will they learn their lesson that this fucking is, let they, they him can't go. They can't. Yeah, they're never you're, like they're they're why try to hold on to them. You have a completely different set of values.
0: You've literally all you've you've seen with your own eyes that you're oh. doing evil by hurting the LGBTQ plus community right you know that you are and you know that the bullshit that you just pulled without with you know trying to pretend like it's okay to love them but like not okay to fully enfranchise them you know that that was bullshit right and that you were doing that you were doing a bad thing by doing it right just do the right thing now right or don't fucking everybody's leaving anyway do whatever (laughs) you want
1: fairly irrelevant yeah at At this this point
0: point, at at this point it's just yeah it's like watching aged stars of yesteryear trying to argue over who's the biggest who's the most important actor anymore and it's a meaningless thing
1: (laughs) well all right dan back here in utah oh my god you're very utah centric i'm so sorry i i really no no no
0: look These people, listen, you listener, you're going to take some Utah and you're going to
1: like some Utah, and that's final. (laughs) Well, I don't know about about all of that, but what I do know is uh, that the Mormon church, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, as they prefer to be called. Stop saying that. It's just the Mormons. (laughs) Stop giving them what they want. Uh, They have, uh, they revised the temple ceremony again okay did sure. you hear about this no i don't know maybe i did it's
0: a yeah. thing that they do regularly and then pretend like they don't
1: regularly enough yeah it just kind of sort of just happens and then it like and unless and they Janu- want to make a big deal of the out of it religious news yeah uh religion news is paying attention uh, and writes about it we would never know about it um yeah so uh, apparently fairly substantial changes like, mm. changes that actually had people talking, right? Oh. Uh, which is hard to do because you can't talk about the temple. Uh, but as Jana Reese points out, and this is how she, she's operating, and she says essentially that the only thing that you've made a covenant to, like, keep secret are, like, the signs and tokens, right? That's the only stuff you've promised. She's like, everything else we can talk about. Interesting. I love that. The signs that's and an tokens, by take. the
0: way. In case you're wondering, person at home, uh, <laughs> the signs and tokens are literally, and I'm you're gonna think I'm exaggerating or making shit up, secret handshakes to get into heaven.
1: Yeah, no, that's true.
0: <laughs> and, and code words. Yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs> in the past, uh, one of the things that really rubbed people wrong was that you sort of had gotten to a certain point in the ceremony uh, as a first time goer, right? where you've already seen a lot and then they made you um they, they gave you an out, right? They they were like, if anybody wants to leave, you can get up and leave now, right? I thought um, it was the
0: opposite. I thought that they said that before tell before you experienced what anything that was like my understanding was that what everybody was upset about was that like they'd say you have to covenant you know
1: you you have to agree to everything before we show you what's going on. Oh uh, yeah, there's stuff that's still coming that you have to keep secret. That's right. You're right about that. But you're also fairly far into the damn thing before right. they, they they even give you an option out. Right. Is how I remember it. I remember being like, "Well, fuck." <laughs> right. right. They're like like they're you're like, you're it... totally pinned in from both directions. That's you're you're right to bring up the other part. And I think you're right that that's probably what people um probably talk about a lot i mean it's, all of it's bullshit yeah yeah but anyway you're they basically now have locked
0: in, in before you know what's going yeah. on but also you're too deep in to like walk away they're like yeah. if you don't want it you can leave now yeah. and it's like well dude it's yeah. I, i'm already here
1: so now the ceremony opens with a list of five covenants that individuals will be making in the temple during the ceremony this is at the very beginning oh and then you have the option to leave even after being told roasting. what the covenants are going to be. Uh, so that's interesting. Uh, so they finally, finally got around that one or uh, fixed, <laughs> fixed that one. Um, apparently there's more emphasis on Jesus uh, because the temple is not about Jesus at all. I don't right. remember it being about Jesus. Like, yeah, okay. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. No. Now there's like a picture that shows up at one point of Jesus. Oh. It says uh, images on screen now include multiple depictions of Jesus because uh, so, movies play, you guys. Yeah, yeah. You guys oh, yeah. you have to watch boring movies oh, in the temple yeah. ceremony. Maybe before I proceed. So the, the temple endowment is what we're talking about. And this is the thing. Mormons go to this and it's supposed to be super, super, super special. And this is like where, as Dan said, with the tokens and whatnot, this is how you get to go to heaven. But it's also supposed to be like this learning experience. And every single time you go, it's basically exactly the same. Until yeah. like five, ten years down the road, they change some little line here, whatnot, right? right? They fix some little whatnot that's been bugging the profit for for <laughs> decades, right. right? Now it's his chance. He gets to change it. So it's this pivotal and super important thing. And people go over and over and over. And my parents, they swear they learn new things every time. <laughs> I'm just like, there's no way. You don't. You don't. No. Your mind might have like, like wandered and you yeah. had a novel thought yeah right that but can it happen. that's only because you're bored out of your good goddamned <laughs> mind right because it's like this hour and a half long thing right anyway so apparently there's like some references now to jesus more so than than the minimal ones that were there already right. um the let's see oh this is interesting no touching until the end so, oh
0: yes, you guys. The touching was no, a problem for a lot of the okay. younger people.
1: Yeah, you're you're going to some some other place. That's the washing and anointings.
0: No, no, all like okay. Go ahead. I mean, so what touching are they talking about? The
1: handshakes. The handshakes. I, you don't really do the handshakes. Was,
0: I thought that was at
1: the end. No, so they they sort of show you the handshakes, like at different points during this, the the endowment, right? And so, like, okay. a little part of the story goes and then they're like, well, no, it's time. And they come around, they do the hand. They show you the handshake, bump, 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 everybody in the audience. Uh-huh. Um, and that happened like three times. And then, like, you learn the, f- the last one at the veil, if I remember correctly. Uh-huh. The, the more uh, recent ex-Mormons out there, please forgive me for getting things wrong. I think <laughs> the last time I went through the temple was in 97. Yikes. So it's been Yikes. a while, right? Anyway, so yeah. So now apparently they don't do that. And all the standing up and sitting down and changing your robes around and whatnot, they're not doing that anymore. What? Yeah. It's like some of this came out during COVID because they were like, well, maybe we shouldn't be touching. Right. right. Oh, so, okay. that and makes so sense. they kind of introduced some of the stuff and then they were like, well, this could actually kind of just streamline it. And we've already decided that it's not really all that necessary. Right. And so now they kind of just demonstrate them all at the end, I guess. Somehow. Interesting. I don't know. Apparently there's now so the the m- little movie that you're watching through a lot of it is the creation story and the Garden of Eden story with Adam and Eve acted out by actors, right? On a big screen in front of the, the everybody. And it used to be that when the creation story was over, Adam and Eve were just gone. You never saw them again. Um, and they were kind of the main characters of the whole thing. So, uh, but now they have a, a moment where they come back on after the creation story is finished and they appear in temple clothes. <laughs> oh! Which is amazing. In uh,
0: modern Mormon temple clothes. Yeah,
1: in an indoor setting that looks like a temple altar, but kind of a nondescript temple ar- altar. Uh, okay. They're, yeah, they're wearing temple clothing and they are receiving the tokens From uh, the biblical Peter. It's all very complicated, everybody.
0: You guys, Um, you don't even. Okay. (laughs) Even what Frank is explaining. Uh, If you're lost, you can be forgiven. I get it. But you don't even know the half of like we are. This is just scratching the surface of how bizarre and like both fascinating and intensely boring. Yeah. Like, oh my God, you guys don't even know. Yeah.
1: Um and I guess Peter is shown giving the token to Adam and then to Eve, which is I guess Ooh. more direct than ever like than that had ever been represented before. So it's like it's trying to be more inclusive, right? Showing that men and women make their own covenants rather than the whole like women have to, having to go through their husband. Which Apparently literally kind of was the wording of it before. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. The wording of it was the women are supposed to cleave unto their husband as he cleaves unto the Lord. Like yeah, exactly. it, it was, it was overt.
1: Yeah, before um, the whole thing about loud laughter is gone. Oh. Do you know about this? The, because there, there used to be a warning uh, to guard yourself against loud laughter and light-mindedness. <laughs> right. That's because right. some, some old fuddy-duddy prophet at one point was like, "This generation—they're laughing too much." Right, and yeah. so like they put some scare tactics in there, and my parents used to be like, they would every once in a while they would be like, mm, "This this feels like light mindedness, feels like we're being a little light minded." I'm like, what the fuck. What are they literally talking about? It we're was being like funny. In in the Mormons' most
0: sacred place, mm-hmm. they told them, "Don't have fun." Right. That's that's
1: that's the that's about as fundamentally Mormon as you can get. and then uh, and uh, this might be the last one because the list kind of does oh no 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 I'm going to skip that one because this is actually more important apparently and again this is just Jana Reese interviewed a bunch of people who've seen it right and so it's just kind of their impressions coming out of it as regular temple goers of like Mm. oh yeah that that was that was different that was new right Um, because you know you don't you don't have a notebook with you right right yeah so she's just asking them their their opinions about it but they but apparently they are all saying that there are new additions to reminding people to obey <laughs> um eve i guess has a new line that she she talks about the less the blessings latter-day saints will receive if they are obedient like there's a yeah. lot of obedience stuff, and the other thing that kind of struck some people was that there there were kind of more encouragements to come come back to the temple, it, it yeah. come attend the temple often because they they have two problems right, <laughs> Mormons are becoming a little disobedient, right right and they don't go to the temple very much and they're spending all this money building all these temples and nobody goes. (laughs) And I've heard that from multiple people, right? Like the temples are just largely empty. Like people just don't fucking go. They don't care. Right. Of course not. Um, and with all of the things that they did to kind of like, you know, streamline it with like not standing up, not changing your costume, not putting on a new hat, all that kind of (laughs) crap, um, which is real everyone or was so so stupid. All of those revisions that should have streamlined it, they found, they added stuff, all this stuff to obey and come back to the temple. It's coming in, it's clocking in and still at around an hour and a half. But as Janet Reese points out, she goes, hey, you know, it once lasted between three and nine hours. So yikes, (laughs) yikes. (laughs) All right. Well,
0: uh, I'm going to try and relieve us of the Mormonism for a moment. Uh-uh. By uh, by talking about Pensacola Christian College, oh, beautiful PCC. Pensacola, yeah, uh, who doesn't love gorgeous Pensacola and their Christian College? Uh, <laughs> they this is this is a school that is as fundamental Christian as you can kind of get. Uh-huh. They're all the way on the on the shitty side of life, <laughs> and, but one of the things that they do that I almost kind of like. Mm-hmm. uh as a college is that they basic they mandate that their students go to like art stuff oh, okay they have a whole calendar of artistic things uh they have they call it the fine arts series and Ooh. uh and they and the kids gotta go you got you gotta go to your fine arts okay, which I'm actually on board with, but of course it can't be that simple they they hired in. They, they, you know, they booked the King's Singers. Now I don't know if you're aware of the King's Singers. Um, they are nothing to do with the actual King. They're actually from King's College in Cambridge, oh, I think. Okay. And it's it's a rotating uh, roster of I don't know six or eight. It, it's always men. It's it's and they're uh, they do it's a uh, an acapella usually aqua, acapella. <sighs> singing group oh sounds wonderful right it's about as as like like snooty british uptight music as you can get although they really try to let loose sometimes and do you know more modern rock and roll stuff but in 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 that that,
1: where they snap their fingers
0: (laughs) well i don't think they'd go that far that would be (laughs) that would be a little gauche don't you think Anyway, uh, th- it's very it's very tame. Often devotional music. Often they do like you know liturgical music. Uh huh. Um, uh, so you know it seems like a good a good hire for a very conservative uh you know Christian college that wants to enrich their uh, students' lives with art. But there's a catch. There's a snag. No, the King Singers. Have a gay. <sighs> oh no! <laughs> Brace yourselves, everyone. Oh. And this was only like brought to the attention of the uh, important people right at the last minute, and literally they canceled the concert within hours of when it was supposed no. to happen.
1: No, uh,
0: it's which is that's hilarious ugly because. Oh. Uh, a, this group has performed there before, <laughs> with or without the gay. Listen, if you hear this music, there's always a gay. <laughs> Probably mostly gay. I don't know what that means. That's, that doesn't mean anything. Uh, these guys are, but like, yeah, I mean, it is, it, it the fact of the matter is that like, what does it, what, how could it possibly matter? It's like literally, I guarantee you, we're not talking about Imagine Dragons here. We're not talking about, or or whoever. We're not talking about Elton John coming out onto the stage. No one's going to mention during this performance sexuality of any kind. Right. It is just going to be music of which you would all approve. But but no, the presence of one gay was too much for these... (sighs) For 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 uh for this
1: college, it it spreads though, Dan. It's dangerous,
0: <laughs> right? It's is that what it is? is so it, con- it's just it's
1: just you can't it's put vile, that many contagion.
0: You can't put that many kids into a room with a a gay person.
1: Someone's gonna it, get all un- catch it. Unholy thoughts. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Just absurd. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dan. Yeah. Another story of. I suppose a wrongful termination. Oh. If that's what yours was. This <laughs> is definitely a wrongful termination. Okay. Um, a former teacher at a Catholic school, Maggie Barton. She taught at all Sail, all souls Catholic School, uh in the the I was in Inglewood, Colorado, uh part of the Archdiocese of Denver.
0: Oh, that was my favorite Inglewood, Colorado Catholic school. <laughs> in the archdiocese of denver yeah
1: yeah she um she taught technology uh teaching uh kindergarten through the eighth grade and she was wrongfully terminated uh because they found out that she's gay right um and that she is in a Uh, She announced that she's uh, getting married or going, having some kind of commitment ceremony or something along those lines. And, um, and then she ends up getting fired. Right. And they, they said the, the archdiocese says it's because she did not follow through with the agreements in her contract. (laughs) Okay. Which
0: did her contract say
1: no queer stuff? Basically. Uh Um, That's how they got her. The, The teachers are all, Required to sign a contract at the beginning of the school year uh, that says that they pledge to personally exemplify the characteristics of Catholic living, that includes refraining from any public position or conducting him or herself in a manner that is contrary to the teachings of the Catholic Church. I mean, what could be more
0: Catholic? Have they met any of their priests? Yeah, you can't get more Catholic
1: than being gay. I know um however you would think that maybe oh i don't know they would um if pressed they would they would just keep it as well you know this is an internal you know affair right like it, it, yeah, we, we, we don't we personal. don't want to like this is this is private this is a personnel issue Blah 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 but i guess when pressed they were like yeah she's gay she broke her contract like well, they were and just she like,
0: probably she probably had the unmitigated gall of doing something like announcing that she's getting married on Facebook or something. Oh so not public even, yeah, not even yeah. at the school, just like right. to her
1: friends, but in a vaguely public forum. that's I believe exactly how it was. Um, yeah. and it's 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 this interesting thing. she um she's not particularly religious. I think she is kind of what she says at one point. Uh, But she grew up Catholic and uh, she says, it's the faith I was raised in. And I wanted to teach in a Catholic school because I wanted to share those values that I learned and the experience that I had with future students, right? It had been a positive experience for her and she wanted to, to, you know, be a part of it as an adult. I hope she's
0: learned a valuable lesson here because (laughs) the group that she was thinking was so
1: positive, maybe not so much oh, I know it's just so sad um but you know like she saw something in there that she wanted to be a part of right and yeah. i'm not going to get in there and like try to judge that too too harshly right and she she just didn't get it she she felt like she she after having left and she says that she's sad to be know that she's no longer going to be part of the community and that they've been such a supportive community. And in fact, the community of the school has an online fundraiser that's raised over $20,000 for her because the people that she worked with and the students and the community, the parents, the people that she interfaced with, they didn't care. No, they didn't care one iota. This is some priest with a stick up his butt, right? Yeah. And although never mind but um <laughs> yeah you know <laughs> you know you know um we all know it's just so it's stupid. probably
0: not a stick yes there i said it <laughs> okay all right <laughs> on that note i'm going to move us forward uh i'm i'm closing this out with what i think is a i would say a happy story though oh. it, it follows so many years of unhappy oh. that it, it it's a happy ending to a gruelingly awful story. Oh. Uh and this story begins in the uh in the eight, 1980s and early 90s uh which was uh, not a good look okay i'm just going to use i'm just going to say the words satanic panic and those of you who know will know uh how how bad this story is going to get this story centers on uh a guy named melvin quinney who mm-hmm. uh who was a, a just a perfectly nice fella and then decided to get divorced and you know and so he had kids he and his wife had kids And in the satanic panic, suddenly he got caught up in accusations that he was somehow the leader of a satanic cult. Oh. And uh, his ex started telling, like, basically poisoned his kids against him. And then between her and... Okay, so what ended up happening with the satanic panic is that Accusations were made against people and because everyone wanted to believe children, mm. they would have interviews with them, but they didn't have good protocols. Mm. The, like police and therapists didn't have good protocols in place for how to interview children and not lead them mm. to uh, to things. And the problem is that if you lead children to give you specific kinds of answers to things they will give you those answers because they want to please you. And then eventually, if you make them say it enough, they start to think that they have actual memories of incidents that never actually happened. Mm. Wait,
1: is is this the Salem witch trial? Like what? It's (laughs) the same shit. (laughs) Yeah,
0: It happens all of the goddamn time. Uh, And, you know, we have a version of the satanic panic brewing and occurring right now also. So be aware of this. But yeah, back in the day, what they would do is they would get a kid that, you know, somebody would get an inkling that a kid has been through something at daycare or with their, you know, dad or whatever. And they would sit them down and they would be like, instead of saying, tell me about what happened with, with daycare, and making letting the kid guide the narrative and make sure that they like they didn't lead the kid to say anything. Mm-hmm. It would be like, what did what did Dad do to you? Ooh. Tell me what he did to you? Did he ever touch you in a way that you didn't like? Did he And all of these are leading the kid mm-hmm. to say these things, to say yes to all of these things. And before you know it, poor Melvin Quinney is literally charged with and convicted. Mm. of satanic ritual abuse of his kids who now have memories of him doing this. Oh, wow. Hmm. And he never did it. To be very clear, he never did His kids now recognize that that this didn't happen. Like, well, at least some of his kids. I don't know if it's all of his kids. But he went to jail for it. He was in prison for almost a decade. Other people were in prison for 20 years for the same thing. Uh wow. it was a terrible terrible time. He has finally not he was let out of prison a long time ago. He has finally been exonerated. Literally uh enough people have caught have figured out that the satanic panic was bullshit. Like he he's had to be he's had to be registered as a sex offender Jesus. this whole time. What? He was released from prison I think in 1999. He went to prison in 91. Hm. Uh but this whole time he's had to be on the registered se- uh, on a, the sex offense registry. Dear god. Wow. Which means that yeah, like that that has you can't imagine the implications of that and how that devastate could devastate a life. Yeah. So finally now uh thanks to the Innocence Project uh and the hard work of a bunch of people including therapists who now look have looked at like, the interviews with the kids and, like, analyzed it and said, yeah, no, the, these kids aren't even telling their own stories. They're just answering questions in a way that they think they need to answer it. Right. And now, finally, you know, a judge sent a, a request to have him, uh, to have his conviction, uh, what do they call it, annulled, exonerated, whatever. Uh, his, his, his conviction
1: has been wiped off uh, yeah. the record, and he is... Okay. He is now expunged. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Do this may not be part of the story, but like, um, do they have like techniques for helping people not like, remember the stuff that got planted? Like, are they Uh, able to like work through that? I assume later in life that that
0: exists. But the problem is that there is, but so there's a lot of controversy surrounding the idea of, recovered memory and yeah, yeah, yeah there's a lot of different kinds of things that are that are very controversial in this mm-hmm. uh unfortunately human brains and memory is super plastic it's yeah. super easy to to fuck around with it yeah um i would assume that there well, are i i you know i don't know because of how Maybe- easy
1: it is to to like how plastic our memories are.
0: <laughs> yeah, you mess it up. You can probably get rid of one, right? I don't know. Maybe somebody who's listening has has studied up on the on the latest science on this and 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 hmm. the you know the therapies that are available to people with possibly fake memories. Uh, and you know, write into us. Let us know about it. And the way to do so mm-hmm. is to write into us at podcast at
1: thankgodimatheist.com. or call and leave us a voicemail message we'd love to play it on the show the telephone number is 424-666-8442 stick around there's more show coming up well frank dan
0: uh, you know as as our patrons know because we've been talking about movies in in the Frank and Dan Diary lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you attended film school. Yeah, I uh, I was. A, lot of a good that did. Right. I'm I am i I'm a you know I'm a I'm an actor so I've been in a few films. Um, there's one thing. Now neither of us have been offered our own you know shows or whatever. Hollywood has not come knocking at our door yet. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, I assume it'll happen at some point. Of course, yeah. Um, Such so much talent. It's an untapped talent, Dan. But there is one, uh,
0: one thing that uh, that happens every single time someone's offered a real show. Oh, uh, oh that, okay. That I think everyone should be aware of. So thank God we have Alex Jones <laughs> to expose this to everyone, okay. and I promise you guys. He's not lying. <laughs> There's no way he would be lying about this. So, yeah, I, I'll, just, I'll just let you guys hear it. I've been a Christian
2: since I was young, born again when I was younger, been, been worldly, had a lot of problems. I'm not perfect. But I got to tell you, it happened to Mark Dice. It happened to me. It happened to a bunch of other people I talked to. Before you're offered a national TV show, before you're offered a major record deal, they get you in a room and they say, listen, we want you to reject Jesus Christ and pledge yourself to Lucifer. And it was an off-record meeting with me when it happened. It happened twice. Mark Dice tells the story because it wasn't an off-record meeting. It was with the largest um, the largest reality TV show production company out there. And, and, it, and it happened to Mark Dice. When he told me about it, I believe it because it happened to me. It's happened to uh, Eric Muller, ManCal Muller. Uh, it's happened to a bunch of other people I know. And you're sitting there in the meeting people you know, in a high-rise building around an office table, and you're like, "Are you kidding?" They're like, "No, we're very serious, and we need you to reject Christ and pledge yourself to Lucifer." And I tell viewers that story, you know, 20 years ago, and they go, "That that that's that that that's insane." No, that really happened.
0: <laughs> well, there you go.
1: Uh, I mean, I'm sure Alex Jones. When did that happen? Was that right after he was in Linklater's movie, <laughs> Waking Life? You know that, right? That he's in Waking Life? No, really? Yeah, he's one of the, the characters, one of the anime, like, he has a little segment there where he's, like, screaming and bloviating for, like, a couple That's minutes. That's amazing. Yeah. But he was, like, Linklater put him in it because he was just this lunatic that was on late night TV or whatnot in this area. <laughs> and he was just like, this guy's funny. <laughs> That's that's amazing. So it was probably around that time somebody saw Waking Life and just said, and was like, "That guy needs his own show, but we need him to reject Jesus." Clearly, yeah. yeah. It, look, we're willing
0: to offer you the show. It's just a matter of can you pledge your life to Lucifer? <laughs> Which, as a- anyone who's familiar at all with the work of Alex Jones knows. <laughs> He definitely pledged his life to Lucifer, like he like that. Maybe it's maybe that's why he didn't get it. Get the the major TV shows because it was too late. Lucifer already had him.
1: Mm, yeah. And, uh,
0: and then what? Then what's your bargaining chip? You got nothing. You already gave up your soul. <laughs> Good lord! Oh. It's just it, it. You're just lying. It's just so dumb.
1: It's just it's such an obvious dumb thing, but man, yeah. they they Th- that's believe that's him. Just, he, uh, that's the crazy part is that he lies. He knows he's lying, right? Yeah, he knows he just, why he's lying. He just Although says he whatever is he wants. A bit of a lunatic, I think. He's he just sort of says it, that's exactly. it. He just says what he wants, whatever comes to mind, and it's just not true. Yeah. And, and at the end of the day, though, he knows it, of course.
0: But I think, I, I tend to think that with guys like him, and, uh, and I would put Trump in the same category, if it comes out of their mouth, I think their brain just inherently believes it. Starts to believe it? Just, hmm. No, just instantly. If it serves them at all, if it serves their, their turn enough to say it, they just accept it as truth. If I said it, it must be true.
1: Boy. That what a life,
0: yeah, yeah. I wish I had that. That's just confidence that's just in what guessing. I said, <laughs> right? Yeah, we, yeah. All right, all right. Well, there, <laughs> there you go. Um, we had some folks write into us, uh, so I'll start with Ricardo. Hmm. You'll recall, Frank, that we were talking last week about uh, various holidays, various religious holidays, and we mentioned that nobody cares about Epiphany. I think I said that nobody cares about Epiphany. <laughs> Ricardo begs to differ. He says, hey, Frank and Dan, just FYI, Latina people do really care about Epiphany. But, as you assumed, it is because we have awesome traditions that are only tangentially associated with religion. Hmm. On Epiphany, or the Feast of the Magi, a.k.a. Los Reyes Mag- Magos, uh... Mexican families buy Mexican king cake, uh, similar to the king cakes eaten during Mardi Gras. Yeah. And have it with Mexican hot chocolate. Oh. The king cake has three little plastic baby Jesuses. How many baby Jesuses are there? Why are there three? There should only be one baby Jesus. Oh, there was.
1: Is. Yeah.
0: There was only one baby Jesus. But you got to be fair. Aren't. Like
1: You got to let more than one kid win. Right.
0: Yeah, because then it, you Isn't never there know like an a prize. Isn't if an like... adult gets it, then it's like, yeah. oh fuck, none of the kids got. Ah, oh, that sucks. Anyway, <laughs> yes, there's a. So Ricardo says, uh, whoever finds a baby is supposed to make tamales for Candelaria Day, February second. Oh. oh. Now, uh, I, I, yeah, that's, that's. I like that tradition. Yeah, but it's not a prize. It's just work that you have to do. Yeah, but it's.
1: Uh, but at the end of it, you get tamales.
0: Right. Well, so. Ricardo goes on to say, unfortunately, by February, people are definitely all done with the holidays. So in four decades, I have never gotten a damn tamal on that day. <laughs> Ooh. That's, yeah, okay. Give me my tamales. <laughs> uh, also, kids wake up on Epiphany to find the magi have left them candy and small presents. Well, that's cute. Really? Yeah.
1: Okay. I feel um, the same as Easter Bunny. I feel like I uh, I missed out on something as a kid. Right? Yeah. What a ripoff. I was deprived. We should have been Mexican. Epiphany.
0: Epiphany? I I had no idea. Yeah, I didn't either. Yeah. Anyway, Ricardo says, I I recommend you go to your local Latina grocery store uh, on or before January 6th to pick up some king cake. It's Mm. awesome. All right. Uh, we also had Haley right into us who said, uh, good morning, Frank and Dan. I recently had a doctor's appointment, uh, to treat chronic pain. Hmm. I'm 24 years old and have had absolute hellish experiences with doctors, Hmm. but I didn't think it could get much worse. In January, I attended a new doctor's office and went in with reasonable expectations. All was well until the doctor asked if I had any religious beliefs explaining that Ugh. community can foster hopeful feelings in times of hardship. I won't argue that. Mm. Mm. I explained that I didn't subscribe to anything and that I'm happy that way. Mm. She continued to press on about how happy scripture <sighs> makes her, uh, makes her feel, how her church community brings her happiness and hope, etc.
1: Oh,
0: yikes. I Mhmed my way through the appointment until the end. <laughs> she asked if she can pray with me. Oh, I said no. no. Yes. Th- Correct. Well done. Yes. Yeah. Uh she then said she would pray that my feelings of hopelessness are taken away. I was dumbfounded. Yeah, you were dumbfounded. Take away my pain and yeah. guess what? The hopelessness will magically disappear. <laughs> do your doctor job yeah, instead that, that's, of yes
1: be a doctor oh my that's God. what's important yeah that is, is so frustrating jesus christ that's that is some lousy shit yeah i would be so fucking pissed off yeah she, haley
0: Ugh. asks uh if we if we have any advice uh, apparently friends have said that that haley should report this doctor
1: hmm uh
0: but haley says uh I need medical help and don't want to be blacklisted from offices in the area if I huh. pursue reporting
1: huh you well, know
0: I, I we live in a in a in the in a medium sized city where it that wouldn't be a danger, yeah, but I can't tell you what it's like in southeast georgia i don't yeah. i i I don't have any advice on that front
1: i i don't really i this is one I think we should put this. To the listeners, because we have some, we there's somebody out there who might have some good advice.
0: Yeah. I'm guessing that we've got some, li- some Georgia listeners, some, some deep South listeners. Yeah. Who, but who are nevertheless cantankerous enough
1: to have, and, and like, knowledgeable enough about, like, you know, like, is this something that would be worth reporting? Right. Like, yeah. Like, the, the thing is that, like,
0: the the advantage to reporting the, the the obvious disadvantage is that yeah you can be treated badly uh, they shouldn't they literally take an oath not to treat their patients badly but they're still shitty fucking
1: christians and they might just treat well, you badly i would think that there would be there should be a way to like do it anonymously or to keep it anonymous i would hope but yeah. again i don't know right like that's yeah. why i would want to get it like uh, somebody else to chime in so
0: yeah it's tricky but but what you definitely like what's n- so you're under no obligation to report haley, but yeah. I will say this if you can prevent another person from having to go through what you went through, that's a yeah. nice thing, yeah, I don't know that it will I don't know that it'll work, so there's no guarantees yeah not great Ugh. But thanks for writing in. Sorry, yeah, we're with sure. you. That's the thing. That, the main takeaway here is that we're with you. We're sorry that you dealt, had to deal with that. And yeah. uh, and that's some bullshit. Yeah. Right there.
1: Well, do we have anyone to thank? We do, Dan. We have uh, a new patron on Patreon. Mm. Um, a new deacon by the name of Nathaniel excellent so thank, thank you, you to Nathaniel and Dan welcome Nathaniel to your new uh, magical powers
0: that we bestow <laughs> on you they don't work but they work every bit as well as the Mormon magical powers that were bestowed on us earlier in our lives so in, indeed if you'd have like fun to, with that
1: if you'd like to join Nathaniel um, go to our website thankgodimetheus.com um, and click on the support tab there's yes indeed options there Dan yes. we have our top donor to thank It's it's somebody. It's a blast from the past. Oh, my God. We've got a a different Lord and Savior. We have a different Lord and Savior, Dan. Austin. Woo.
0: Thanks so much to all of our patrons and more show coming up. Dan. Oh, Franklin. (laughs) Oh oh dan um the deseret news you guys uh this is
1: this is the mormon owned newspaper here in the salt lake valley that used to at least pretend like it wasn't just a mouthpiece of the church they used to actually (laughs) try to pretend like because they were the deseret um what what was it The the deseret evening news right yeah. For, for, for eons they were published in the evening the salt lake tribune was published in the morning and they tried they honest to god gave it their best always with a little bit of a slant that was clear especially on the editorial page but by and large like news got reported it was yeah. fine i don't think they try anymore i think they're no. just like yeah fuck it we're just a mouthpiece for the for the mormon church so yeah let's just do
0: it it's Yeah, so here's what they came out with. They came out with a, uh, a think piece, an op-ed, uh, by a guy named Stephen Cranny, Mm -hmm. uh, that, and the, the headline is, is just pretty choice right as it, right, right off the shoot, (laughs) which is perspective colon. What happens when the religiously illiterate are asked about
1: Latter-day Saints? And by religiously illiterate, you will find out they mean um, anyone who's not Mormon. Yeah. (laughs) That's basically their definition. I mean, what what they mean is that everyone's kind of
0: religiously illiterate. Uh Uh-huh. You know, they're they're referencing a poll, and, uh, and the poll... So they also reference uh cuz they reference a Pew poll, but they also reference a Joe Rogan oh podcast moment. Yeah. Um I doubt that there are many of our listeners who also listen to Joe Rogan cuz <laughs> Joe Rogan's kind of
1: it's, the worst. Um it's like one of it's like the number one podcast. Yeah. I would say there probably are listeners of ours who listen to Joe Rogan. Yeah, okay. Cuz it's fine. huge. It's huge. It, it is, it is an enormous
0: podcast. And yeah. basically it's just Joe Rogan listening to people that he shouldn't be listening to and uh, having
1: access to people. He should. not
0: Yeah. And, Ooh. uh, and then not pushing back against yeah. their horrible ideas. Yeah. Uh, but, but this, this article in the Deseret news complains that they don't seem to know the different they're talking about, uh, One of the one of those uh, documentaries Uh about about the fundamentalist, the FLDS. Right. A totally different religion. Forget that it's based on exactly the same shit that mainstream Mormonism is based on. It's a totally different religion. And they were awful and they're and they're terrible and blah, blah, blah. And these people are talking about uh, the FLDS church as though it is the same thing. Ugh. As mainstream Mormons, oh, how could they possibly get confused? It's just, it's okay. So basically, the whole article is just a big whine about how nobody really knows what Mormonisms are like, what Mormons are really like, and what what the church is really about.
1: Well, this 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 sentence. Uh, Or a couple sentences. This kind of sums it up, right? It was clear she, referring to this comedian who was on the show and who got some details about the FLDS and the LDS wrong. It right. was clear. She was completely oblivious to the fact that Jeff's offshoot polygamist fundamentalist sect was completely different from the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, which also doesn't use the term Mormon anymore because they <laughs> called it the Mormon church. Right? right. And it's just, it's this like, and it's just, they, they are so dumbfounded by people getting things wrong about them Right, because they are so convinced that they are the center of the universe, right? <laughs> It's literally shocking to them, yeah, that they are not more mainstream and the, and that people don't know so much about their like, the weird little details of of their their history, you know, and they get all and okay, fine. You know, mainstream Mormons haven't been polygamous for a long time, right? It's true, but but they were they were you're yeah and the 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 mormons that do get attention in the media a lot of times making a lot of headlines are the fundamentalist you know lds
0: i mean less so for a while they haven't gotten a but there have been a lot of documentaries about them yeah here's the thing the mormon church the mainstream mormon church uh the brighamites as i as i like to call them because they're the because the more look the mormon church has fractured and splintered hundreds of times there are so many offshoot versions sure. where you know whatever little change the mormon the mainstream mormons make somebody splinters off and goes that was wrong now i'm the real prophet and <sighs> right. you know a bunch of people follow him which is what happened with warren Jeffs and, and that whole shit showdown in southern utah um but the the Mormon church has invested we and I were talking about this earlier. They invested so much money trying to campaign to get people to mm-hmm. A know anything about them, mm-hmm. but not the wrong things. Right. And B
1: like them. Right. And they and it and they attached it all to the to the to being Mormons. Yeah. Right. It was like, oh, we're the Mormons. Meet the Mormons. They produced a documentary that they released, that they then
0: paid to release in movie theaters across the the country and probably in other places too. Yeah. And it was just like, look, some of us are actually brown. Yeah. And hey, there's a black one. Look at that. And like, you know, it's just, (laughs) it was like this, and we do charity work and we're real, real nice and everybody should like us it was obviously a propaganda piece and it was destined to not for, to be another thing that nobody fucking cared about. But, right. uh, but they paid a lot of money to do it. Yeah. And then and they now, threw it all and, away. Now, and, and, and then they of course turned their back on it and didn't yeah. pursue
1: it and didn't continue. And now it. they don't want to be the Mormons. No. Right? And so who could blame anyone for being confused? Right. Right. For not knowing like, be, like, like what the Mormons believe or what the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day saints believes. Right. Like they they need us just stick with a message. Right. Yeah. For one. But yeah, it's, um, they, they, they just can't, they, they, they the, the, the <laughs> nobody gives a fuck. That's the big issue. 99% of the world. They, they think that people are like, like, Oh wow. I need to know like, Oh, the Mormons. If I just knew more, I, you know, like, <laughs> Maybe I would join up. Wow. They seem like such a good group of people, blah, blah, blah. People don't care. And if they know anything, they don't want to be a part of it. Yeah. Like they, they need people to be religiously illiterate so that people will join the Mormon church. Right. Because if you know about it, there's no way you would join it. Yeah. We got bad news for you guys. Uh, You,
0: if they become literate about, about your church.
1: Before joining. It's uh, it's, that's game over for you. That's, that's the end of it. But I love this slide too. It's like, with, re- with religious literacy in the United States so abysmal, it's hard to know what to make of another recent poll that showed that the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints has one of the lowest favorability ratings of any faith, lower than Wicca and not far ahead of Satanism. <laughs> it's like, yeah, guys, guess what? People don't like you. Yeah. You guys, you're like literally – you you're the worst. You're the worst. <laughs> well, we know we definitely know them to be the worst. I
0: just think I, you know it's funny because uh, for all of their complaining and whining, tell me five facts about Christian scientists. Tell me five facts yeah. about uh, uh you know the the Jehovah's Witnesses or yeah. Seventh Day Adventists. Yeah, because if you can't, you're that small. You're that dumb. You're you're a pathetic little little church with an with who happens to have gobs and gobs of money. Okay, fine. Right. You you managed to you to win there. Winner. Yeah. But I think part of the deal is that uh a lot of most of these Mormons were raised born and raised in Utah. Yeah. Where everybody you know, every you know, you turn a corner and there's another Mormon church. So to yeah. their minds, it only makes sense that everybody knows, because everyone in this town definitely knows a lot about Mormons. Yeah. Yeah. So everybody that they meet on the street uh, has a strong working knowledge of their dumb church. <laughs> well, there you All go. Right. I don't know. Uh, what do you, I, our listeners would do very well on quizzes about
1: Mormonism, I assume. I would think. I mean, can, uh, that, that's um, based on an assumption that we get it right. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm not saying they know, they, they know all correct
0: stuff. <laughs> we poison pill that shit all the time. But, you know, they'll at least be confident. <laughs> yeah. Well, if, if you do think you know a lot about Mormonism and you'd like to let us know about it, you can do so by writing into us podcast at
1: thankgodimatheist.com. Or call and leave us a voicemail. We'd love to play it on the show. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Thanks so much to the Red Rock Hot Club for the use of their fine music. And thanks to Gordon Johnston for the use of his music. And thanks to all of you for tuning in. We appreciate it. Thanks so much. Bye-bye.